Welcome, listeners. I'm Anne, the scripture storyteller. I love the scriptures, and I love telling the stories of how God helps men and women and girls and boys as they learn and grow here on the earth. Let's see what happens in today's story, and maybe you'll see how it might help you in your story. Hello, listeners. Today's story is from the Book of Mormon in 1 Nephi, Chapter 4. When we left our story last time, Lehi's sons were in Jerusalem trying to get the brass plates from Laban. Their first try had not worked. Their second try had not worked. But an angel had appeared to them and told them that God would deliver Laban into their hands. And while Laman and Lemuel still didn't believe it, Nephi, and probably Sam, did believe. It was nighttime now in Jerusalem. Nephi told his brothers to hide themselves outside the walls of the city. Nephi was going in alone. He crept into the city and headed toward the house of Laban. In verse 6, Nephi wrote, I was led by the Spirit, not knowing beforehand the things which I should do. He still didn't know how he was going to get the brass plates, but he trusted that God would help him. As Nephi got closer to Laban's house, he saw a man lying on the ground. When he got closer, he saw that it was Laban and he noticed that Laban was not moving. Laban had been drinking wine, and it had made him drunk, which left him almost as if he were in a deep sleep. Nephi also noticed that Laban was wearing his armor and carrying his sword. Nephi slid Laban's sword out of its holder and looked at it. The handle was pure gold, and the blade was precious steel. It was a very well-made sword. As Nephi looked at the sword, the spirit told him that he must kill Laban. Nephi was shocked. He had never killed anyone in his life. He didn't want to kill a person. But the Spirit said to Nephi, Behold, the Lord hath delivered him into thy hands. And then Nephi knew that this was the third plan. And Nephi remembered that Laban had tried to kill him and his brothers, and he had stolen their gold and their silver. And the Spirit said to Nephi again, The Lord hath delivered him into thy hands. And then the Spirit taught Nephi something more. He said, It is better that one man should perish or die than that a whole nation of people should perish because of unbelief. Nephi thought about this. He remembered that the brass plates had all the words of the prophets on them. 
And how could his family remember the words of the prophets, which contained the laws of God, unless they had the brass plates? He knew they needed to take these plates with them on their journey to the promised land. And he knew that God had delivered Laban into his hands so that they could get the brass plates. So Nephi obeyed the Spirit. He took Laban by the hair and cut off his head with Laban's own sword. With Laban dead, Nephi knew what he had to do next. He took Laban's clothes and his armor and his sword, and he put it on himself. Then, dressed to look like Laban, Nephi headed back to Laban's house. When Nephi saw Laban's servant, he commanded him, in the voice of Laban, to go with him into the treasury. The treasury was where Laban kept all of his most precious things. The servant, whose name was Zoram, thought Nephi was Laban, and so he took him into the treasury. Nephi told Zoram that he was going to carry the brass plates to his brothers who were outside the walls of the city, and he told Zoram to follow him. Now, Zoram thought that Nephi was talking about Laban's brethren in the church because he knew that Laban had been out that night with the elders of the Jews. And so he got the brass plates and followed Nephi out of the city walls. Meanwhile, Laman, Lemuel, and Sam had been waiting anxiously for Nephi to come back. They had been watching the city gate for Nephi. But when they saw who they thought was Laban and Zoram coming out of the city, they thought Nephi had been killed, and now they were coming after them. They began to run away. But when Nephi saw them running, he yelled after them so they would know it was actually him. And his brothers stopped running. But when Zoram suddenly realized that he was not walking with Laban, but with Nephi, he got really scared and started to run back to Jerusalem. Nephi knew he had to stop Zoram. No one could know that they had the plates. Nephi grabbed Zoram, and God gave him extra strength, and he held on to Zoram so that he could not run away. Wait, Nephi said to Zoram, listen to me. I promise that you don't need to be afraid. And I promise that if you will come down into the wilderness with us, you will be a free man and no longer be a servant. Nephi told Zoram that they had been commanded by God to get the brass plates. And Zoram listened to Nephi, and he made a promise back to Nephi that he would go into the wilderness with them, and he would stay with them. So, all four brothers and Zoram headed back into the wilderness to the tent of Lehi with the brass plates. Yes, the first way and the second way they had tried to get the brass plates didn't work. But just as he had promised, God provided a way the third time they tried. 
and Nephi was able to get the brass plates for his family. He believed, and he never gave up, which is important because God was going to ask them to do more things that would bless them on this journey to the promised land. And that's where our story ends today. Next time, we'll find out what God asks them to do next. Until next time.